Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're fabulous! <laughs> Gamerhead Radio starts now. <laughs> I lost it because of that face. <laughs> you see, I told you guys I had something planned for the intro, and then everyone was going to look at me funny, and it, everyone did, so <laughs> so that's a thing. Anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man who I swear is straight in his... Uh, straight. <laughs> <laughs> as well <laughs> the man who I swear suddenly is that's in question <laughs> god anyway I can't talk today it's because we're recording at fucking noon today and it's weird but anyway so early <laughs> yeah so, so on, I mean on a normal early. Saturday I've already been up for three hours watched My Little Pony had some breakfast had some coffee so I mean like this is nothing for me but you guys man oh no it's nothing for me either but you know I I well, I watched I watched Amazing Spider-Man on Blu-ray today before coming here. I said that specifically to get the looks I'm getting from everybody right now. I, say, I slept in today until 7.30. <laughs> and you thought you were late for work, I yes. saw. Oh, I woke up at 5 and I was like, oh my god, Saturday. <laughs> I don't work this one. And of course, sitting over by the window as usual, he hasn't hit his head yet today, is none other than Goat. That's because it's noon. <laughs> He's fully aware and alert today. No, it's a drinking rule. You can't hit your hit your head in the window before noon. Okay. <laughs> you also seem to be scooted away from the window a bit, so that may Very be well, problem, he, problem solving one hundred and one. Yeah. He's subconsciously fixing his situations. Errors. Whatever. Anyway, and of course, over there is the, the Technotronicorn himself, Mister Charlie Worthley. Hello, Candy Mountain Charlie. And joining us for this episode. <laughs> Are you okay? She that? just looked scared when you said that. She, she gave you one of those like sideways, like wide-eyed, like what what's about to happen? Looks like let's bring down the joint in a bit. And joining us this week uh, is our friend Adrian. Hello. Um, who, who we also know as Bubbles, so we might switch back and forth between names. If so, don't get confused, folks. Um, she's here for a very specific purpose. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, yes, the guest host. Yeah, you know. Specific. Specific. That's an ocean, right? Yes, the specific ocean. <laughs> She's already doing great. Anyway. Uh, so we're starting to pick up the gaming releases. Uh, Wolfenstein, the New Order, comes out this week. Also known uh, which, as Doom 4. Which, yeah. Also known as the game that comes with the Doom beta pre-order thing. Um, uh, Transistor comes out. And uh, big, big release. I'm really looking forward to this one. Mugen Souls Z on PS3 is released this week. That Game of the Year material, guys. That explains why they told me my pre-order was coming in. <laughs> Did you actually pre-order it? I will not confirm or deny those allegations. <laughs> anyway. So uh, everyone's starting to get ready for E3, and as such, we're starting to see a lot of leaks show up, and that's actually what makes up most of the news today. But anyway, before we get to that, uh, let's start with Adrian. What did you play this week? South Park Stick of Truth. Enjoying it? I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I'm, I noticed that you were bit. very excited at your ability to shit in the game. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really you know, something fun that they threw in there. Which is an up, which is an appropriate thing to say because you can then throw that shit at people. I need to figure out how to do that. Uh, it's just an item. 
Yeah, like, just, you, like you use it, you use it. Uh, just like you'd use a potion in battle, I think. Yeah. yeah. So every time you poop, it goes into your inventory, yep. and then you can... Mm-hmm. Well, shit. That's how I yep. did it. I, I went to use a potion and actually fling it at somebody. <laughs> uh, well, now I know. Go, what did you play this week? Uh, let's see, what did I play this week? Uh, did it do? Just Peggle 2, because we're a little ahead. I should be playing games now? Mm-hmm. For tomorrow. <laughs> so, everything's a little askew. <laughs> so, I uh, got Peggle 2. Sorry, I pounded through that. I think I'm like on the... Oh, I just got done with the weird buddy that moons you. That was weird. Or a Bigfoot guy who moves you. <laughs> and I, I, did, I know did who you, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you guys played Peggle too, right? Yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah. I mostly sat in the room and watched okay. Michelle well, the, play Peggle the, too. The, there's yeah. a Bigfoot, and he turns around and he pixelates his bare ass while he shakes at you while you finish the level. I'm like, why is this happening? He likes to get down. I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there. So, like, I don't know, two or three dudes into it. But it's good. I like it. I mean, it's, it's Peggle again. But yeah. I kind of like the, they threw enough in there to be like, it's different. Yeah. But we didn't break it. Cool. Charlie? Well, um, the reason that we're recording early this week is because I'm a best man in a wedding tomorrow. In the re- and so uh, this last week has been uh, full of uh, my job trying to murder me. And uh, <laughs> my... <laughs> Literally? I feel as though I shouldn't talk about that. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, wedding-related best manny stuff. Um, both planning on my end and stuff. And so, anyways, uh, uh, I've, I've, uh, my, my gaming for the week has amounted to um, playing Leo's Fortune on my iPad, <laughs> which is a side-scrolling, um, coin-collecting, uh, platformy, puzzle-solving type game, which is actually a whole lot of fun. Um, but uh, on consoles, I don't think I've turned my consoles on at all this week. So, Aww. Yeah, it happens. Poor thing. Well, I finally finished Tales of the Abyss last weekend. Clocked in at 47 hours by the time the credits roll. Good game. Better story than Tales of Vesperia, but again, it was on a 3DS instead of the 360, so it suffered a little bit. Um, After that, I borrowed Stick of Truth from Goat. Beat it in a couple days because it's really short for an RPG because it's South Park. It was fantastic. Um, That's a gear switch. Yeah, going from I I made the um I I made a comment on Facebook that said going from the serious nature of Tales of the Abyss to the anything but serious nature of South Park was like going from the negative d- degree temperatures outside to standing in a fire and the fire also <laughs> likes to drop f bombs. So, but but no, great game. I uh uh I'm not even I'm not that big of a South Park fan, but I could definitely see like it was built to you know be for the fans and stuff like that i just got uh the last time i did play that i just got out of the flying saucer how far am i you're like a third of the way in yeah that much Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay that's uh, that flying saucer is like the rest of the story okay all right noted so that that's like where everything begins and but yeah I beat the I beat the boss that Goat was having a problem with no problem the, the giant Nazi zombie fetus yeah mm. you need to, you need to take out its umbilical cord that's how it regenerates oh okay and do it with burning damage because that's that explains you it you know obviously <laughs> clearly <laughs> I think I'm almost to that point um, you're still talking about the game right <laughs> um, well those free Friday nights. <laughs> Um, after that, I popped in, uh, well, I popped in Diablo 3 hoping to play, um, the Reaper of Souls expansion, but the update took forever because it was 10 gigs worth of stuff. Um, so I played Hearthstone, uh, which I can tell that I'm going to be addicted to when it comes out for, um, 
uh, for the surface later on because mm. it's the kind of game that, it's a great game it's, it, for those who aren't familiar Hearthstone is a digital card game that's Warcraft themed um, I can't play like card games on a PC especially because my, my my gaming rig is hooked up to my television and, and that just seems weird to me you know but I can see like being able to easily move everything around on a tablet or something like that it's already out for iPad but I don't own an iPad so um once it comes out for Surface later on this year, I'm probably going to be addicted to it. But it's free to play, so I'm okay with that. Um, Until they come out with the figurines. I'm not going to buy Warcraft figurines. I don't know. I remember somebody saying they weren't going to buy Disney Infinity no, figurines No, I said I was going to. I just didn't know when. <laughs> um, and then I finally got into Reaper of Souls, and it's really, really good. And my guy has shoulders that are like eight feet wide. <laughs> You're forgetting one, I think, unless I was slept through you mentioning it. You also played uh, Walking Dead Episode 3. That's right. I also played uh, I also played Episode 3 of Walking Dead Season 2, which was really good. Um, I don't think it was as good as... Oh, it, 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 I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like a lot more build-up. Like, I, I don't know. It, it was good, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowing like Walking Dead has been. So it's kind of... Another so, lull. So we're like the Wolf Among Us with Episode 3. You got the you got to the top of the roller coaster. Yeah. We're not quite there yet in Episode 3 Walking not quite. Dead. It, okay. it, but see, the, the, there, was an, there was an excellent... Um, I can't remember where I read it, but someone wrote a column where they feel like uh, Walking Dead Season 2 is kind of just, like, lost, like, where it's going. Mm. And I kind of agree with that. Like, with the Season 1, you could tell there was, like, a clear-cut, like, the entire five episodes, you were trying to get to this one city to try to find Clementine's parents. This one, it's just like, yeah. let's go to this place. Let's go to this place. This guy's a dick. Let's go to this place. That's so it's true. Just like, yeah. 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 Just a little... I can't figure out where we're supposed to be going here. So. Well, I mean, the GPS internet's down, so, I mean, they're on now. <laughs> So, but the, but the final uh, the final few minutes of uh, episode three made me very excited to play episode four, especially because it had a uh, gross part that was probably akin to what made Goat and I shudder at the first Seriously? episode again. Yeah, well, at least I have warning. <laughs> Last time I was the freaking frontier man. You'll, you'll know when it's coming too, because oh. trust me. And you even have the option to like step away from it and not pay attention, but oh, I, I know you. <laughs> you'll you'll want to I don't know. Partake. Anyway. <laughs> that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. So coming in at number five. I remember a couple weeks ago when we said the Far Cry 4 was rum- rumored and it was going to be in the Himalayas and it was going to be on next-gen consoles and all that other good stuff? Yes. Good. I'm glad you answered. <laughs> um, well, that's true. Um, Far Cry 4 has been announced to be coming out this fall. Um, it will be. It will take place in a Himalayan area and the main pro- protagonist, not protagonist, antagonist will be um, some very sharply dressed man in a purple suit with like a blonde... Emo bang kind of thing going on. Think Willy Wonka, but not. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's the self-proclaimed king of the village there, and the box art has him like with a guy in front of him, and he looks like he's about to execute him or something like that. So it's uh, seems like we have another spectacularly um, deranged, deranged, <laughs> and uh, slightly flamboyant main <laughs> villain in this game. Um, I feel like I need to get into the Far Cry games. I just haven't, but I loved Blood Dragon so much. But I don't know if that was because I love the game or just because I love the 80s nostalgia. So The Far Cry know. games are really good. Um, 
As long as I, none of the other ones are like Far Dragon. Far Dragon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Dragon in the respect where you know Blood Dragon was obviously over the top and stuff like that. Right. Um, I actually think I have Far Cry Three still. If we wanted to borrow it and get through it between now and 2016. <laughs> <laughs> um, Being wow. generous. Wow. <laughs> That's you really hammering out on that. <laughs> Um, but all the other Far Cry games are fantastic, especially for the attention to detail and environments and survival. And being... Are they linked at all? Like... No. Okay. The only thing that really links them is their exotic locations. The first one took place in a tropical island. The second one took place in Africa. The third one took place in another tropical island. The fourth one is taking place in the Himalayas. So, okay. you know, stuff like that. But uh... Adrian, do you play any of the Far Cry games at all? Not at all. Uh, do you have interest in playing any of them? I think you'd I think you'd like the main bad guy from three. He he seems to he's he's he, Voss. He's he, Voss is one of my most favorite bad guys of all time, just because he's like that that like psycho, but like he's got a point, you know, kind of thing. Like like he's killing a lot of people, but he's doing it because he has a good reason to, and, and, and he says a lot of things that like you know. Ah uh, yes, the murderer with a heart of gold. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll have to look into him. I've never even really heard much about them. They're really good. Even even uh, Goat played Far Cry 3 for a bit. Yeah. It's open world and all that, and you'd like it because there's like a gazillion ways to die. Fabulous. Yeah. So, yeah. Coming in at number four, uh, Galloping Ghost is a world-famous arcade um, located in our backyard. Well, kind of. It's <laughs> over here in what, Brookfield? Yeah, Brookfield, Illinois. Um Galloping Ghost is doing an arcade expansion project on Kickstarter. Their goal is $100,000. Just to make sure people are sure we're not being, you know... Liars. Well, yeah, just to make sure people know we're not using too much hyperbole here. When Mike says they're world famous, like, yeah. that's not a joke. Yeah, they're actually world famous. They're on all, um, like, Ac was it Accucade, I think it's called. It's like the big, like, who's who of the Retrocade world. They're number three. Out of the world on their site, they're all over the place. Yeah, and they have nice. a ton of they have a ton of arcade legends like yeah. set um, set and break world records there mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it it is a big deal. Um, so what they're planning on doing right now they they're they've got four hundred and thirteen arcade games. Yes, and they are shoehorned in there, and they're they're, they're <laughs> crammed in there like your mother's garage. Um, it's really annoying when you have to send on somebody else's shoulders to play the game that's stacked on top of the other game. <laughs> yeah, they uh, popularized the double decker arcade cabinet. <laughs> no, not no. really. Not, not really. <laughs> play Folks, with the buddy. Although, half the price. although they probably could if they really wanted to. Um, so their plan is they want to expand into the buildings, uh, well, the areas um, in the building that they're attached to and they've already worked out plans and stuff like that and they're okay with it but they need to raise the money in order to work on renovations and things like that um like i said currently their goal is at a hundred thousand dollars they've got 20 days to go and they're just under five thousand right now um so they need quite a bit of help but it's a really great um it's a really great thing they're putting here you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the rewards for backing are like you know uh, special admission for so long, and one of these is even like a ten-year. Yeah. Um, that was the one that caught my eye. A yeah. decade pass. Yeah. Free arcade <laughs> admission for ten years is just like wow. I'm uh, seriously considering that, even though it's more than I could ever possibly afford. But one of the things I love about the way that they do things is they you don't you don't put coins into the machines. No, it's all free play. Um, you, it, it's it's your basic retrocade. Like, whatever. No, you you pay to you pay to get yeah. in, and then it's unlimited play it's, it's, for it's, as long yeah, as you're there. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. 
all you can play from open to close. So if you get there to open, you could come and go all day as you please till close. Yeah, it's so, just like 13 hours or something crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they're so open. The, the kinds of things they're hoping to do, they're already, uh, the, the kinds of things they want to do, they want to have like a dedicated pinball room, uh, expand everything into the next building uh, with two to three hundred more games, which is just ridiculous to think about. You would um, need all day. Are there that many games? Like, oh. I, I don't mean that to be like a rhetorical question. I mean, like, that's a lot of freaking games. That is a lot of freaking yeah. games. I didn't realize it. I mean, like, that that's mind-boggling to think about. Like, I, I, I could probably name 20, like, yeah. retro arcade cabinets <laughs> if I tried. Well, and you you think most of um, most of the, the NES games were cabinets first. Oh, right, yeah, think of like Donkey that's Kong. A, that's, a, that's a good point. There's like four Donkey Kongs, there's like nine Pac-Mans, different styles uh, of shapes, Pac-Man. colors. Pac-People, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it yeah. Pac-Man. And you know what I'm saying? Fighting so, games. Yeah, yeah. Super Punch-Out was uh, originally a uh, a cabinet. Now, do they Kombat. only do retro stuff, or do they get into like the more modern cabinets, uh, too? The newest cabinet they have right now is, uh, they have one that they made for Injustice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. the pictures uh, Excellent cabinet. That game's so much better in a cabinet. Fighting <laughs> games don't... They all should come yeah, with, yeah. The, with the, the stick. thing. Yes. With the stick. Yeah. Um, and then they have... Uh, uh, the newest one, I think, is called the Grid or something like that. It's uh, mm. Racing game? Uh, no, it's um, like a battle arena game. Oh, okay, okay. Some of these stretch goals are actually really cool, too. Um, and when you get into the higher tiers, they're talking about things like uh, solar panels being added to the roof and having a recycling program. Nice! Um, as, and yeah. having, like, different locations in, like, downtown Chicago. And even the top tier is uh, having different locations in California and New York and stuff like that. So a lot of this stuff is really cool. And, and uh, Goat, I had, had the pleasure of uh, meeting the guy who runs the place, Doc, a couple weeks ago. Um, and he's apparently a really cool guy. Oh, he's, he even he's, talked about being on the show sometime soon. Yeah, great, great, great guy. He's definitely got a plan. He's got a dream, and he's making it happen. Yeah, so help our, help our friends out, guys. Uh, Galloping Ghosts on uh, Kickstarter, just because we want to see them take over the world in retro gaming. Uh, to get more information, you can go, you can go to gallopingghostarcade.com backslash fundraiser, and that gives you a lot of information, and then uh, the link to the Kickstarter page. The Kickstarter URL itself is a lot longer, so it's easier just to say. Yeah. Gallopingghostarcade.com backslash fundraiser. Cool. And if you're in Chicago, go. Oh, absolutely. Definitely go. Seriously. I, I, I haven't had the pleasure of going yet, but it's... Um, Way overdue. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, same here. <laughs> I went for the first time a couple weeks ago. What did you think? Really nice. Yeah. What was your favorite game there? Um, I think we spent like a good half an hour on Gauntlet. Nice. Yeah, Dark Legacy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of kids. Do they have Soul Calibur there? Yes. yes. Good. I think they have three of them. They have like good. Four I'll be right in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they have a fighting room. It's really warm. Do you in fight there. in the room? No, it's like all the fighting games are in a room. So you can't you can't engage in Mortal Kombat in no, the fight. No, but you can play one through Ultimate, and then next to that's like Killer oh, Instinct. Continue on, yeah. Is one of their stretch goals to put an arena where people can actually be in Mortal Kombat? I mean, it, it, I mean, it wasn't, but it should be. Yeah. <laughs> the insurance on that just seems to be a nightmare. You have to sign a waiver. Yeah, that's a couple of them. I started out as a joke. I don't know if you guys are joking anymore, or not, but I don't really care. Anyway, coming in number three, uh, Rockstar has promised a new game for, well, I guess it's really not next generation consoles anymore, because now they're here. Uh, so current generation platforms, and which means the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, uh, during an investor call this past week, they said they look forward to their next release on uh, current generation platforms by March of 2015, which is the end of their fiscal year. Um, 
everyone's immediately jumping to a redone uh, Grand Theft Auto V, since that's been rumored for years now. Mm. Um, even more... Uh, even more kind of outlandish, people are thinking it might be a second or third, rather, uh, Red Dead game, which I think they would have announced that by now if it's going to be out within the year. <laughs> they could be holding off and announcing it at E3. This is how this is how Rockstar does, though. They announce everything like ungodly early, and they oh, slowly yeah, trickle stuff out. That's so true. unless the only thing I can see is it being Grand Theft Auto Five. So personally, I, I'm I'm looking forward to a possible table tennis sequel. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. That was. That I want was, Grand was, Theft. Uh, Grand Theft Tennis. Grand Theft Tennis. I want Grand Theft Bully. <laughs> I really do want another bully <laughs> game where you like take over a community college or something like that. Oh, hey, actually, yeah, <laughs> I love that idea. But and know, just work it into the community TV series. I'm all for it. Didn't they cancel that? They did, unfortunately, but that do, it doesn't matter. It's okay. still amazing. I don't know. I, bully, yeah, you know, bully. Uh, you remember how controversial Bully was, was for fun, for being a bullying simulator? Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, it's in the title. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Rise of the Associate. <laughs> <laughs> the expansion could be The Bachelors. <laughs> So Rockstar, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we're open for business. That'd be here. amazing. Be like, oh, I'm playing the DLC for the new Bully game. I'm almost got my bachelor's. So, like two more missions. This just is like to... the 20th episode in a row where we've had just like gold for ideas here. At some point, somebody has got to contact us and like hire us on for like their think tank because we are brilliant. Maybe we should just start Gamerhead Think Tank as a side project. I'm down. I'm going to make a fake accolade, ac- accolade, accolade commercial that at the end it'll just say we are brilliant, and then it'll just be quoted by us, and they'll be like, "Did they quote themselves?" Yes. Adam Sessler, call us. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Adam Sessler, don't. No, he'll he'll hate us. Um, email email us. Call us. Just email us. <laughs> I'm not good in person. <laughs> That's okay. Neither is Adam Sessler. I would love to see you and Adam Sessler talk to each other in person. We'd probably get along famously and just tear you apart. That's oh, why I'd love to see the two of you speaking. <laughs> anyway, coming in at number two, tons of Halo news coming out this week. Uh, Halo 5 Guardians was confirmed to be releasing for Xbox One in fall of 2015. Uh, the only thing we know about it is that the box art features Master Chief underneath the logo mirrored like upside down, and then above it is some... Random character, we're not sure who it is. What, what's with all... Are we in, like, the, the godly state of FPS? We have Titanfall. We have now Halo Guardians and Call of Duty. What the hell was the other one? I know I call Ghosts. Fallen Titans. Ghosts. The, Battlefield? The new, yeah, oh, with the mechs. Advanced just, Warfare? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like, what 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 the hell? I mean, you gotta you, you can't go, like, back to, like, Call of Duty Stone Age. I mean, like, you gotta keep going up. I'd, I'd play, play the, the hell out of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so would I. <laughs> All right, you are you are out of rocks. Please collect more rocks. (laughs) To collect rocks, it takes a fortnight. (laughs) Also, that Tuesday, get a hold of us, Activision. (laughs) Well, and Charlie would work out with this because that Tuesday, the top Google search would be, "What the fuck's a fortnight?" Um, so Halo 5 will be coming, uh, oh, the uh, Halo TV series that's going to be showing on Xbox One will also be around fall of 2015. Um, interesting part of the announcement was that 
the director for the Halo franchise, Bonnie Ross, mentioned that she has a major Halo-related announcement for this year that'll be at E3 in a couple weeks. Um, not more than maybe four hours after she said that in the press release and things like that, um, Engadget had an anonymous source inside Microsoft um, tip off that there's going to be the Master Chief Collection releasing for Xbox One later this year, which will combine Halos 1 through 4 all... Uh, either all remastered from, you know, being slightly remastered to ridiculously remastered. Um, and since it focuses on the Master Chief games, that's obviously why Halo 3, ODST, and uh, Reach will not be a part of it since Master Chief wasn't in those. Um, funny thing to note, this will be the fourth version of Halo 1 that will be available to the public. Nice. Between the original Xbox game, the Xbox 360 re-release, the Xbox One re-release, and the PC version, which was arguably better than all of the other versions, but I'm I digress. It's slowly catching up to your Sonic collection. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Drop my pen. Can I throw a wild theory out there? You may. So I'm currently holding up for the uh, for the other guys to see in case uh, just to put it in your, your and, and gals. Just a uh, guy. Yes. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Peoples, um, to see, just to make sure it's fresh in your mind, um, the, the Halo 5 artwork that they showed off. Um, it's, I a find re- it, it's a really gritty journey reboot. I was thinking more Christmas. Go on. <laughs> um, I'm finding it interesting that this is Southern mystery uh, protagonist, well, I guess we assume protagonist, yeah. um, has a somewhat feminine figure. That, no, that's what some people are saying. And I'm also noticing that her uh, face mask is glowing blue. Mm-hmm. Uh I know where you're going with this yeah. already. <laughs> well, a quick spoiler. If you haven't played Halo 4 and want to, and uh, you might want to skip ahead about 30 seconds, um, at the end of Halo 4, um, Cortana essentially dies. As AIs do after seven years or so. So um, I'm wondering if there's any sort of connection there. I'm wondering if like he's going to find some way to re-embody like, Cortana like in a body or something, in a Spartan suit. That was, like that was what a lot of people have been rumoring on the internet. The other rumor is that that's the protagonist from the uh, uh, the Surface game, Spartan Assault, or, oh. um, which apparently has similar armor. You guys are way off. It's obvious. It's Master, a Killzone crossover? No, <laughs> Master Chief got a sex chain and change and he's doing the don't ask, don't tell rule. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, we're just gonna. I'm gonna slowly back away from <laughs> both Adrian and Charlie because they're both giving go to death stare. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued to see it just because I'm a fan of the Halo franchise, even if I'm uh, um, skeptical because Halo Four didn't feel like a Halo game to me. But I, uh, I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that was a bad thing. I actually really enjoyed Halo Four. Oh, I really enjoyed it. It's just you know, it's the kind of it's 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 kind of like how I feel about the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, great movies, but I didn't like them as Batman movies. And Goat's probably going to begin arguing me with me once we finish recording. I'll just use the same duster I just got. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh well, we'll see how it goes. Speaking of Xbox, coming in at number one, I'm going to start passing Charlie tissues now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drink my beer. <laughs> And, Microsoft uh, made a ton of changes to the Xbox One platform this past week. Um, well, first of all, 
uh, affecting Xbox Live entirely, you're no longer going to need an Xbox Live Gold subscription in order to access apps such as Netflix and Hulu. Um, you'll be able to access those just with a normal Xbox Live account, so you're not effectively paying twice for the subscription. Pretty much the only thing that you're going to need Xbox Live for going forward as far as apps is concerned um, actually, this isn't even really an app, but um, the cloud storage um, is the only thing that you're going to actually need gold for. Um, pretty much all the other apps at this point, both the Microsoft and the third-party apps, are now uh, free to use for everybody. Wonderful. So that was the first. That, that, that was the that was the easing thing. It's just like, hey, we're going to do this, and everyone's just like, yeah, okay, this is awesome. Then they said the games with gold is coming to the Xbox One platform uh, starting in June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that's going to follow more the free game scenario with PlayStation Plus, where you own the game as long as you have the subscription. Right now, with, with Games with Gold on the 360, you get the game for free, you download it, you own it for life. Um, so the Xbox One version is going to be more, you know, you, you keep the game for free as long as you're still an Xbox Live Gold member. Here's the thing I'm trying to understand about this, and I, I'm still looking for clarification on. So the Xbox, like, so the two games, like you said, that are basically, like, if you have a Gold subscription, you get copies for free that you own forever. That's mm-hmm. going to continue. Right. The Xbox One games um, are going to be, like, you get you get to play them as long as you have your subscription, like you just said. Right. But they, you will also be able to play the Xbox 360 versions of those games... Also with the subscription, like like Spart- uh, the Spartan Assault game. Um, oh, okay. So like, but so what I'm trying to figure out here is that so like the 360 owners, my my understanding is that 360 owners will be able to own two games and also perma borrow two games. Perma so borrow. so really four games as long as they have their subscription active every month. Is that is that what I'm getting out of this? Uh, I don't know. I I. And this is putting aside the the fifth game that they're throwing into June, uh, some Street Fighter. Um, uh, all, uh, not Ultra Street Fighter. Maybe it's Ultra Street Fighter. I don't remember. It, it's one of the Street Fighter games. Um, but yeah, so we don't know what they're doing for July yet, but it almost seems like, for at least for June, it, it sounds like 360 owners are going to own three games and perma-rent two games for as long as they have their subscription active. I, I don't think that's going to work with uh, games that are on both platforms like Spartan Assault just because uh, the two Xbox Xbox stores are very clearly... like there. There's no cross-buy anything like even with spartan assault the only thing that you can really do is that you um the only thing you can do with spartan assault is you get a discount on the other versions if you own it on the surface which i'm glad i held off on because now that's going to be offered as a free game okay so reading from the major nelson blog um free games with gold uh Celebrate the one-year anniversary of Games with Gold for the Xbox 360. As a thank you for helping shape this program, members will receive an additional free Xbox 360 game in June. Uh, the Games with Gold titles for Xbox 360 in June are Dark Souls, Charlie Murder, and the bonus game of Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. And then he goes on to say, We're pleased to bring Games with Gold to Xbox Live Gold members on Xbox One in June. Members will have subscription-based access to free games ranging from top hits to breaking indie stars. The program will launch with Xbox One with... The with Max, The Curse of the Brotherhood, which I almost bought, so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and, me too. Um, Halo Spartan Assault. And then it says, a single gold membership will get you access to the free games. Uh, here's where I got confused. Okay, you're right. Uh, a single gold membership will get you access to the free games on both the Xbox One and Xbox 360. I read that as, as you get, as you'll get those games game on, on both, both okay. systems. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, the wording is wonky like that. But yeah, anyway. so, yeah, so no, so yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Stupid Microsoft. <laughs> 
Speaking of stupid Microsoft, the biggest bombshell they dropped, which Charlie is going to have to hold someone for me to mention, they finally, finally gave in. Starting June 9th, you will be able to walk into your video game retailer of choice, or log on to your video game retailer of choice, and purchase an Xbox One console that does not include the Kinect for $100 cheaper at $399, putting it at the exact same price point and competition as the PlayStation 4. Now, Charlie, how many hugs do you need? <laughs> I'm just... Just... Uh, two, three. Um, <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I mean, like, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, this is a purely business decision. Microsoft is has been convinced mm-hmm. that by dropping the Kinect out of the bundle and, and reducing the price $100, that they will be able to move more units, which I guess is good for the Xbox One platform as a whole. The more units they get out there, the better it is for everybody who owns an Xbox One. But then it means that creativity and developers working with the Kinect in mind will go down dramatically yes this this is great for the xbox one this is horrible for the connect and especially horrible for any connect developers because anybody who's currently working on a connect game has been up until this point be, been able to be comfortable in the fact that like every single person who owns an xbox won't be able to play this game and mm-hmm. so you know if now that the formula has changed now that there's going to be people out there that have xbox ones that don't have connects right like you know, it changes the entire mindset for, you know, they're developing and stuff like that. It changes their entire audience, potentially. Exactly. Like, there, there may be games in development that would have never gotten greenlit if they had known that this was going to be the case. And and this is this is going to be weird, especially to everyone who knows me. One of my most anticipated games right now is actually a Kinect game. Which one? Fantasia, Music Evolved. Right. And that, because that's one of the most interesting looking games, and I'm a Disney freak, so of course that's, you know, drawn my attention and stuff like that, being developed by Harmonix, uh, of course. Um, And I saw a couple of the people from Harmonix take to Twitter as soon as that bombshell was dropped, and all of them, you could tell they were just, like, disappointed, and they, like, deleted tweets quickly. Like, uh, one of the main guys, John Drake, he was just like, oh, great. Just had to plop that in my lap today. And then, like, an hour later, that tweet wasn't there. And But it's, like, I feel really bad for them because they're making such a great-looking game that has so much promise. And it did, you know, it was something that a lot of people were generally excited about. And then this happens. And so now it's just like, well, now our game might not be as successful because... You know, uh, suddenly, uh, like Charlie said, you know, uh, suddenly now the audience might be... You know, maybe only half, hopefully at least half, will have the connect. Um, hopefully more, but this is something that's kind of a, a big deal. See, now I'm on the other side of the fence because I had the connect one, right? And I, I couldn't justify the purchase. Mm-hmm. Like it was a fun toy for like the first six months I had it. Yeah, but I, I don't like talking to people. I don't like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i, I like just let sit. alone talking to my electronics exactly well, like, you know, I, I, with my headset that's fine and all that stuff but like a lot of the a lot of the stuff for connect wasn't for me so therefore i never used it so to be forced to have to get another one with the xbox one i was kind of like uh, that's gonna throw you on, on the last of the list because you have no games for me right now and you're pushing this in my face i just whatever now that i don't they might bump up and be purchased sooner because yeah. I don't, I don't want it. I don't need it. Right. I don't. It's for. It's mostly for kids. Let's right. be honest. Mm. The non-kid guy. You witnessed today that it isn't. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. It's for people with kids or who work out. I have neither of those. Um, <laughs> Mike doesn't work out, and he talks to his Xbox One all the time. Yeah. 
Movement. I don't mean that to make you sound like <laughs> lonely or anything like that, but yeah, I mean we at, both do the Xbox. What are you thinking about? <laughs> but Charlie, to counteract that, do you that, think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've got nothing. To counter that and skip whatever the hell just happened there. When it first came out, Mike wasn't all hot that he had to get. An, he was like, whatever it comes with it. I didn't buy the last yeah. one. I really don't care. Now he's just kind of come to terms that ah, I got it. Might as well use it. I even went as far as to purchase a mount so yeah. I could get it on the TV well, and like, stuff well, like that. Well, I bucks for it. Might as well mount it to my TV right. and give it a spin, and now it's just part of his normal regime. Do you? I don't see what. Do you, what do you, Xbox on, Xbox off, next episode Vo- Netflix? Voice commands is mostly what it. I use so it for. So he's really not using it. He's yeah. just, it's there. Why not? I am. <laughs> I, I mean, I am glad I have it just mm-hmm. for anything in the future that does potentially well, yeah. use it. And because you, you guys well, know me well enough, I would have picked one up for Fantasia. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying at, at launch, if you had the option, you probably, I wouldn't. Have, yeah, I probably would wouldn't out. have gotten one. Yeah, like Adrian, you have a Connect, right, for the X360? Yes. Do you? How much have you used that since you bought it? Um, I used it approximately for twice a few months when I was working out in the winter. Uh, then I got a gym membership, so so kind of the so you're I don't like, even have it attached to my Xbox you're, anymore. You're kind of in the same boat as Goat, where it's just like it was cool for a few months, and you're just like, yeah, fuck this, I can do this, yeah. I, I can find better uses. Or, do you, do, have you considered an Xbox One purchase? Eventually, it'll happen. Once they stop making the games that I like for 360, I'll be forced to have to buy. Ah, uh, so, so, so so you're on you're on the side of like. I can play them on the console I ha- I already own. I, who cares if they have uh, some less pixels she, or whatever? She's not in a rush like you and I are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if my character can put his hands in his pockets. It's the same game. Hey, hey, hey. That's next gen. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm speaking for her. Okay. Usually she's, takes me about a side. year until I get a new console. So this okay. November. Yeah. <laughs> when they go down to... Coming this the, November. I say when they go down to 3-9, never mind. <laughs> so, so now here, here's... So and and t- speaking of the voice commands, it's you know it's it's it seems like Microsoft understands that that's probably one of the things that people use the Connect for the most is because they've been talking about how I think I think it was one executive said I think it was he was speaking to somebody at Kotaku he basically said that they're thinking of the idea of putting the voice command capability just in the regular headset. So that's what uh, that's what the PS4 does. Oh, okay. With the PS4, if there's uh, I I noticed that when I had my uh, the headset that comes with it. I had it plugged in because I was doing uh, Twitch streaming. This was before I had the camera, and it, I put it on, and I started like I was talking to someone in the room or something like that. And suddenly, I saw like voice commands show up at the bottom of the PS4 menu. It's like it's suggested just like say, "Hey, PlayStation," and then these. And I'm like, "Well, this is weird and cool <laughs> and whatever." So why don't we just skip the BS? Because like obviously the PS4 has a speaker in it and stuff like that, and has a microphone, or you can put a microphone in it. Just put the voice commands on a damn controller. Well, it sounds like that's what Microsoft that's is actually probably thinking about. I don't need a headset. Hey, controller. Next episode. Oh, thank just, you. Like, like I without a headset. Oh, okay. Well, I can <laughs> yeah, say. I'm not a big fan of wearing headsets. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. the if the Amazon Fire TV can do it, I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. see why a Xbox Gary controller Busey can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is no more that than he... four inches tall, and it finds him just fine. Yeah. Why can't they put in the controller? That's huge. <laughs> I love that commercial. Yeah, I love that one. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, skip all the, you, you know, you want to connect? Great. But if you want voice commands and all that, because I'd use the hell of the voice commands if I could just be like, hey, controller. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
See, now this means that there's going to be a, the the segregation between the green boxes and the purple boxes at retail now, between games that have to use the Connect and people and people that don't use games that don't use the Connect. <laughs> Just yeah. like with the 360. Yeah. There should it's, be some guy in the aisle. Here's here's the th- here's the thing that I'm wondering. Hmm. So I mean like yeah, it, 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 the, the 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 common assumption at this point is now the 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 X, the connectless Xbox One is going to be more popular. Uh, so, uh, going forward, I'm going to say the Xbox One, referring to the system by itself, and then the Xbox One bundle, meaning the one that comes with the Connect. So, Fair enough. Um, it sounds like people think that the Xbox One by itself is is going to sell like it, you know the sales of that are going to go like through the roof because it's like you know it's you know, people, people have wanted this, they just haven't wanted it. That was the number one criticism you see in the gaming community and right. stuff like that. A bunch of people, I mean, even people I've seen, like, at work and stuff like that are just like, I got a PS4. Oh, why'd you get it? Because it was 100 bucks cheaper than the Xbox. Well, what if the Xbox was 100 bucks cheaper? I probably would have got that one. So so here's here's what I'm wondering here. I'm wondering if this, if this is more about, if, the, if there's more strategery and... Strategery. <laughs> And and uh, and almost politics in this decision than 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 is, is uh, than is evident on the surface, because right now you can get the bundle mm-hmm. at most places mm-hmm. for four forty nine. So it's not a hundred dollars more; it's only fifty dollars more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those are coming with a free game as well, like the Titanfall bundle or right, something like or that, or the uh, or the Need for Speed bundle, and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, so it's it's not. Everybody's talking about now. This is a decision between a three ninety nine Xbox One or a four ninety nine Xbox One with Connect. When that's actually not the case. It's an Xbox One for three ninety nine or for fifty bucks more. You get the Connect and a game. Right. I'm wondering if this is just to get that three ninety nine number out there and be it, able to put it on their marketing I, material and get people in the stores. And then for them to be able to see, oh, well, for 50 bucks more, I get this quote unquote $100 piece of hardware plus a game, which costs $60 by itself. I almost guarantee it's to get that price point out there yeah. and to be able to complete with the complete compete with the PS4 and stuff like that. It's like the Wii U. It's like they had the, the basic version, which nobody bought. Right. And then the premium version with the bigger hard drive and, you know, it came in the black and the, 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 the whole deal. Right. And, with and they all said the, with starting at 249 but that was the basic version that nobody wanted. Right. And Nintendo Land. Uh, yes, yes, and and yeah. the bundled in game, yeah, that, yeah, it's exactly that. Well, so that's that, what I, that's what I think. I think this is just to get just to have the lower number out there, so that on the surface and for their investors, they can say that they're competing with Sony on an even playing field. But when people get in there and they actually see, like, oh, it's only forty nine dollars if that price point holds out. Uh, that's only forty nine dollars more for definitely more than forty nine dollars worth of stuff. Right. I wonder if I, I the, what I'm where I'm going here is, is I really really am insanely curious to see what the sales numbers are a couple months down the road i don't know if you know i don't know if they're going to break apart to the difference like with, with the xbox 360 they never broke apart like the, the bundles that came with connect and the ones that didn't so i don't know if we're actually going to see this when they talked about uh, like uh npd uh, that right yeah npd numbers um so i'm not expecting we're going to see it but i really hope that somebody at some point leaks some sales numbers or get some sales numbers out there so I can actually see the difference between the, between the xbox one by itself and the bundle you do realize this is going to be a short window because now that this exists, the four or what is it, four forty nine? Well, Xbox it, bundle, right? it, it, it's it's no, 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 it no. is four ninety nine, but yeah. a lot, it's on sale no, a lot no, of places. What I'm saying is, this November the PS four with camera four forty nine bundle will be out. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be. I mean, it's just it's it's gonna be back and forth, back and forth. Which will be the only way you'll be able to get your yeah. hands on the PS four camera yeah. because that's still impossible because to find then, anywhere. Then PlayStation will have to. Up the ante and get back in the even playing field because they're killing them with the bonus stuff. And it just it's it's just gonna be back and forth, back and forth, which works out for everybody because eventually you're gonna get like 
I don't know, Xbox One with the Halo Master Chief series, Collector's Edition, uh, Connect, Small Dog, and this <laughs> year membership to a gym. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. All, I, I'm sure that all, like, the bundles, like, the pack-in games mm-hmm. and, like, all the special edition consoles, they're all going to be the one with the Connect. You're not going to oh, get your, you're yeah. not, you're, you're not gonna get you're your not Halo get 5. You're not going to get a single bundle that doesn't no. have the Connect. Yeah. yeah. We, we all know there's going to be a special edition Halo 5 Xbox One. That's yeah. going to happen. Well, and it is going to come to with the glorious. Connect. And to answer that, there'll be a special edition PS4 God of War edition with the camera included. Right. So it's just so, going to work out for everybody. I'd buy a special edition God of War yeah. anything. I like yeah, this design. Special edition Halo. Well, no, I wouldn't because the Halo 4 one was ugly as shit. I do like this, though. As a consumer, now I have options. I don't have to buy it because you say I have to have it. I can get what I want for my specific situation. I also very much wonder what they're going to charge. They, they've, they've, they've said that the Kinect camera is going to be available by itself. You're wondering for, what they're going to charge for it by itself. I'm wondering if they're going to charge 120 or 130 50 for the camera by itself, just to further increase the value of the bundle. Well, the first one was about one twenty. Well, we don't even. Like uh, we're not. We're not even a hundred percent certain. We're assuming the, because it's, it, we've got a pretty good idea. They will. We don't. We're not even a hundred percent sure that they're going to keep the bundle around. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine them not. We keeping are not. It around. We are not certain that as much as we are not. We are not. We can't see the future. But right. they never didn't have a three sixty bundle with Connect. So I right. can't see them getting rid of the Xbox well, One. Well, once the Kinect. Kinect was a thing. That were, of course. <laughs> right. Sorry. right, the next step is the Kinect bundle without a controller. Yeah. So you just get the Kinect in the system, no controller. <laughs> That'll be three forty nine. This is all of this is making me really excited for E three in a couple of weeks, just because these are big announcements. It's like they're trying to generate hype and get the ball rolling for whatever they have coming in a couple of weeks. Especially like with Halo, mm-hmm. it's like that seems like something you would save yeah. for E three. The fact that they they that wasn't a leak. They announced that, sent out press releases and everything a couple days ago. The fact that they're announcing that is just like, hey, this is a thing. It's coming out fall 2015. Yeah, but it's, Suck it. But it's not <laughs> so, the thing that it's, we have saved. Right. It's, it's like, what do they have up their sleeve? I'm really curious now. Halo so Connect. I wouldn't doubt we'll see, like, our first trailer or something from Halo 5 or even, like, oh, a, yeah. or yeah. like gameplay or something like that. Yeah. Especially since I I got really excited at first because they said, fall 2015. I'm like, oh, right. That's the end of this year. I'm like... No, it's not. Because <laughs> I've still got fiscal year 2015 yeah. stuck in my head, and that's a different thing. But all anyway. I'm, all I'm waiting for is E3 when Microsoft comes out with Project Nero to go head-to-head with Project Morpheus. <laughs> I think you mean Neo if you're making Neo, a, Nero, a Matrix whatever. reference. Yes. But I, I, still, I still appreciated the joke. I was like, Project and then, Nero? That was a character in a Devil May Cry game. And then uh, Nintendo will come yeah. out with the Project Mr. Smith, and we'll be like, no, Nintendo, just stop trying. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't spit drink all over Charlie's equipment. I'm glad of that, too. <laughs> and so is Goat, because some of this is his. I also don't want to do a police report today. <laughs> anyway... So yeah, video games, etc. Coming up next, we're uh, actually going to get to why Adrian's here. <laughs> so for those of you that didn't hear the news, because we didn't cover it because we didn't think it was a big deal at the time, um, 
So Nintendo's releasing a, a game called Tamodachi Life in the U.S. Uh, for the first time ever. It's actually a popular franchise in Japan, um, which is essentially Animal Crossing, but weirder and not with animal creatures. It's with people creatures. Um, and, you know, it, it, as you'd expect, you get a job, you talk to people, you form relationships with people. And one of the big controversies of the game over the past couple of weeks has been that there isn't an option for uh, same-sex relationships in the game, despite a ton of people here saying, asking Nintendo to put it in via a patch or something like that. Um, Nintendo responded to these uh, people um, both in a not great way and in a significantly better way. Um, the first way essentially said, hey, we're not putting it in the game, so you can deal with it. Th that's not what they said, but it's, you know, it was more PRE than that. Um, the one after that was, if we ever have any more games come to the U.S., we'll seriously consider this option, and, you know, we're sorry we, want, we didn't want to offend anybody and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it's Nintendo, so you, I can't be mad at them, but, you know. Anyway, um, so this is why we uh, why we have Adrian here. Uh, Adrian is a friend of ours who's a very proud lesbian. Yes. And a, and a proud nerd. <laughs> That's that. putting it lightly. <laughs> um, so uh, and and we kind of wanted her we kind of wanted her insight into um, basically just how um, uh, like same sex couples and and just the whole thing are represented in video games. But I want I want to um, address the Tamadachi life thing real quick. Um, when this whole thing started, I did a little bit of research, and I even have a friend who lived in Japan for about 15 years. Um, apparently, the big thing is that uh, same-sex relationships are considered both socially and by the government to be a shameful thing in Japan. Um, like, uh, uh, a friend of mine, he's a co-worker now. He lived in Japan and taught English there for 15 years. Um, he... Uh, he he said that he knew people that were that were uh, totally like out there gay like you could tell but they still had a wife and kids like because they they needed to live like these double lives and stuff like that and it's not recognized by the government you know we you know at, at least in the US we still have states that are legalizing it and making it available and things like that but Japan they d aren't even considering it so th th this kind of paints the whole thing I think in a new light that kind of shows why it's not available it's a Japanese developed game so I personally think it makes sense that it hasn't made the game um but i you know so it, it would be a kind of a culture shock if you know suddenly same-sex relationships were to show up in the japanese game in japan but anyway that's what we're here to talk about today um adrian what do you think about the whole controversy that uh, rose up and, and and things like that. Do you think it's something that was worth talking about? Do you think it was something that we really didn't need to, you know, cause such a big ruckus about? What, what do you think? Well, I think with a lot of games now, it's an everyday thing. Like a lot of the games that you can choose who you can marry, mm -hmm. you have that option to either choose like a female or a male. And it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people probably brought that up and was like, hey, why can't we do that? Because we've had that option in all these other games. Mm. What are, um, do you have any examples of games that you think, um, have either like demonstrated, uh, demonstrated like same sex relationships, either, either very well or like very poorly or, or anything like that. Can you think of anything? Um, I mean, there was dragon age. Mm. I think dragon age two, where you could, woo either males or females and you know there was a whole storyline 
with each of those characters. And I think there was like this pirate lady and they go through like this whole like thing together. Oh, I remember the pirate um, lady. But <laughs> I think they did that pretty well because it was nothing like anybody was ashamed of anything or they didn't have to hide for any reason. And The, the Bioware games in general, um, you know, like Dragon Age and Mass Effect especially, seem to really take the subject, you know, very professionally and very seriously to the point where, you know, a big part of those games is to, you know, you're really crafting your own character. It's not like you're just playing as a character that's already in a universe, so you can really kind of create them however you want, and you can have them react to people, including, you know, friendships and relationships and, you know, even you know, enemies and stuff like that as you want to. So I think that there are probably some of the games that um, demonstrate uh, demonstrate it best. Um, can you think? Of, can you think of any games that you think didn't treat it with the respect that it needed to be, or anything like that? Something something that just like is something that played way off a crazy stereotype or something like. Because I can think of a few already, but I, I want your opinion on it because you're, you're a little bit more. Um, of an expert in the field than I am. <laughs> um, off the top of my head, I mean, obviously you're going to have games that are going to make fun of it more than others. I mean, South Park, for example, but that's kind of <laughs> what they're about. So I didn't expect them to be very sensitive about this subject. <laughs> um, and I mean, I still love the game regardless. Right. Um, but I don't, offhand, I don't re- can't really think of anything... <laughs> That would be negative, but then again, I don't play a whole shitload of games. Right. the The only thing, I, the only thing that ever that immediately came to mind when I was thinking about this feature a week ago, um, have any of you ever played the game Enchanted Arms? Oh yeah. No. It was a, it was a JRPG <laughs> developed by Ubisoft on the 360 and PS3 back in like 2007. It was horrible, but it was it was like the only it was a JRPG put out by Ubisoft, so everyone was interested in it. Yeah, and you would think Enchanted Arms would mean like you know like a magic like weaponry or something like that. No, it literally meant your arms were enchanted. <laughs> a French Japanese role playing game. What could go wrong? <laughs> um, but one of the characters whose name escapes me, it was a very super gay, very flamboyant gentleman. Um, that even I was kind of offended at, and I was just like, "Wow, really?" So you, you feel he's more of a stereotype than? Oh, he, he, it was definitely like playing up to the stereotype and stuff like that. And it was a little it, it over was, the top. Okay, a little is. Not I mean, you know, I was trying to be nice. Just guys, just look up a let's play from the first hour of Enchanted Arms, and you'll see what I'm talking about here. So they, they missed it by a mile. The, uh, I mean, they... they... <laughs> well, almost like they had good intentions, but just bad execution. What I th- yeah, <laughs> it's probably something exactly like that. Because... They met one gay guy somewhere and was like, let's make him and just get crazy His, with his dialogue was almost exclusively uh, double entendre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I think I think his weapon was like a trumpet or something. Oh my god! <laughs> it was something ridiculous. All I know was something you had to blow into, <laughs> <laughs> so you could okay. imagine the jokes that he made. Okay. Regarding this, oh my god, it was horrible. That was that's the that's the biggest instance I always think of when I think of uh, doing uh, it wrong. D- doing it wrong. Um, the only uh, the only thing. <laughs> And I kind of notice a trend here, not even necessarily with just, like, sexual orientation and stuff like that, but even, like, you know, anything regarding race or age or gender or anything like that. I think the only time that anything is really, um, you know, is seen as, like, offensive and stuff like that is when developers play into stereotypes. And that's something that 
you know, I uh, like I remember, um, you know, when Gears of War first came out, and a lot of people were had a problem with uh, Cole. Coltrane, you know, he, he, he was this, a lot of people thought he was like this really big, like black, like sports, like, you know, stereotype and stuff like that, um, which he softened up a little bit and he wasn't in the other games as much after that. Um, but a lot of people were kind of angry about that, especially considering the entire credit sequence of the first game was just him. Um, you know, sound bites from him and stuff like that in a, in a hip hop style. Yeah. Um, it's it's one thing like it's one thing to like stereotypes exist for a reason, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that mean that you need to put a magnifying glass on them, right? <laughs> right, and and but something that I'm wondering about this is that is this something that really needed to um is this something that really needed to be like brought into light? Like, is this something that we need to um get like the gaming industry talking about, or is it something that would just kind of like get in normally you know as we progress as the industry progresses and stuff like that or is it something that we like right now we need people to be focusing on it and things like that so my answer to that question is is yes um and the reason that i say that is this is i think just our current cultural hurdle that mm-hmm. just we need to get over yeah. you know it, like you know one of the first big ones you know just at least in you know the last hundred years or whatever has been like you know women's rights and then right. after that, it went on to, um, you know, racism and, and, you know, black rights and things like that. Right. And so, like, you know, right now, video games is a, is, I, I, you know, there, there, there are people who debate that video games is an art form and, like, a powerful force in media. I mm-hmm. think those people are crazy. Um, and so, oh. you know, I just, with how powerful video games can be, just in, in, in portraying messages and things like that, I, I think it's just as important as, like, as TV was in like the seventies. Right. So when I go back to the seventies and I think it's like Star Trek, uh, mm-hmm. the original series is famous for being the first on screen kiss of a white man and the black woman. And yeah. so I think it's important for art forms and for media to start to like, I, I don't think it's their responsibility per se, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's they're They're in a prime position to be able to get in, get, almost get in people's faces and like really just like get them to see like, this is not that big of a deal. Right. And so it's, I think it's worth talking about. I think it's worth looking at. And I, th- I think it's important for them to be able to take that power that they have and to do some good with it. And I think that, you know, moving forward and just like, you know, getting people to be more accepting with things like this, I think it's important. Agreed. Cool. Um, see, I agree with that, but it needs to be here. On your crotch? No. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that as well, only yes. on my crotch. Yes. <laughs> yes. People are focusing. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> there was a downward hand motion yes. there for the yes. listeners when he said here. That's where my eyes went, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Got a force thing. Uh, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we don't need to, like, like, like this, like, back to the... the yeah, Tamodachi life. Tamodachi. Like which is not Gachi. Tamagotchi, yeah, which is what I thought like, at first. I'm like, yeah. virtual I, pets? I keep trying to put the G in there. I'm like, no, yeah. that's done. It's a D. But it's not like that. Like, we need to focus it in America, and they need to, like, keep it here. Mm. Like, we don't need to bleed it over to Japan. We don't need to bleed it over anywhere else. They mm-hmm. have their own cultures. 
we need to leave them the hell alone. And, and, and that was something I kind of mentioned when I brought up the topic on my personal Facebook a couple weeks ago is that I, you know, I, I, I agree that I don't think it's really our place to try to change the culture of other countries, you know, because trying to get, you know, trying to tell Japan to accept, you know, gay rights and stuff like that is kind of like telling them all to suddenly accept Christianity or something like that. And I don't think that's something that you know, uh, we really have the right to do. Well, they're like Japan trying to tell us to take our shoes off because it's respectful to people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great analogy, actually. Um, it's, it's very much a cultural thing. It, it, I, I don't think we need to do that. Like, if this game were just coming out in Japan, like, this is not a conversation we need to have here. Because right, it's, exactly. it's their game, it's their culture, mm-hmm. it's like, you know... They they can do what they want. We don't have to agree with it. It doesn't matter if we do or not. It's yeah. their culture. Yeah. It's their, right. There, there's, a, there's an invisible wall there. Right. But it's because the game is coming here that I think that this conversation becomes more relevant. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's one thing to like just say like, hey, hey guys, just so you know, we're doing this. Versus, <laughs> hey, you should do this too. You should do this too. You should do this too. Like, right. there's, there's a difference. Yeah. Right. Now, I wonder if... What would be... What's the better approach? Especially with, you know, Tamadachi life. Is it... Clearly, uh, a majority of people have taken the approach of telling Nintendo to change the game for our culture. Or is it better for us to accept that this came from somewhere else in the world and realize, okay, that's how it is. That's what I'm kind of getting caught up on. It's just like, you know, telling telling Nintendo to adapt the game to our culture is kind of a form of localization in, in respect. And I can't imagine it would be too difficult to be able to program this into the game. Okay, so so coming at that... Before I get into that, yeah, my, my my solution is we have regions for a reason. Mm-hmm. Put put the American version mm-hmm. in the American region, yeah, only, yeah, and everybody else's region, you know, Japan has its own region, everybody else has its own region. Utilize it; it's there for a reason. So, so coming at that from a technical yeah. standpoint, and all, and playing possible advocate to this issue mm-hmm. a bit from uh, for Nintendo side, it's. It kind of depends, like, so trying to think about how the game could be put together, where this could be a problem, it, it it does seem to me to be the kind of thing where they would have to have planned for it from the beginning. Okay. Like, I don't know enough about this game to actually be able to talk about it, but, like, if they have, like, like, like if you choose, like, if you're playing a male character versus a female character, mm-hmm. like, if there are is a very solid wall between those two roles, mm-hmm. and they have the interactions between the female and the male side to be, like, like... Like, uh, like you know, you have these specific things that you can do and say and whatever versus these specific things you can do and say if you're a male versus a female. Mm-hmm. And the interactions between... I mean, if, if they have basically constructed the framework and the logic and just the way that this game works from day one mm-hmm. to be you are a male or you are a female and you can only marry or whatever one way and just that's, that's it, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's actually very possible that changing the entire structure of the game to allow for cross... Because, like, they may have, like, dialogue trees that are specifically set up to only be between a male and a female character, and all of a sudden, like, blurring the line there and allowing people to be a female and marry a female or be a male and marry a male, that would actually... Mean, it would mean adding a bunch more content. And, and changing the entire scenarios. way the game is put together. That is entirely possible. Now, I say this not knowing really enough about the game to talk about it, and, uh, of course, not knowing how the game is actually put together, but... That is a very technical possibility. Okay. And now, see, here's here's the thing where I think this is... My, my understanding is that there is nothing derogatory or negative against gay culture in this game, right? It's right. just... It's, no, a, it's no, a simple it's matter not, that you it's just... It's just a simple of it's not included. Right. To me... Okay, now, I, I say this. I, I don't wear this on my sleeve, but I say this as a bisexual male. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Right. Like, it's... If that's just the choice that they want to make, especially considering the culture that it came from, mm-hmm. like I don't think that's that big of a deal. I don't think it's 
I personally don't think that the uproar over this is 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 place is is, is pointed in the right direction. I think right. that there there are more valuable things worth pointing your energy at, at, at pointing their energy at, especially considering this is Nintendo. I mean, like it's a Japanese company that is like family friendly first, which is not to say the gay culture is anti family friendly. That's it's not just what that, I'm saying. Right. It's, it's just that we're at that turning point where right, it's, you know, yeah, it's it, considering where the game come from, where the game is coming from. This is a this isn't surprising at all. No, the not, way it's not built. at all. And so, especially considering it's not anti-gay by any means. Yeah, and and you can tell that Nintendo they wanted it to have just like a nice little innocent game that yeah. was a little bit quirky, and you know, maybe you'd pick it up and you'd enjoy, you know, something that's a little bit kind of weird. Because oh my god, have you seen the gifts from this game? A few, yes. They're they're ridiculous, yeah. but uh, and and it, it seems like Nintendo just like, hey, we're gonna put this out, you know. And just hope you guys like it. Maybe we'll put out new ones and stuff like that. And then it was met with, you can't be a gay couple. And it's just like, uh, okay, we just, uh, oh, oh, sorry, you know. And and that's how I kind of feel this is. I, I mean, uh, Adrian, if um, would you if there was a brand new game coming out? And, and relationships were a part of the gameplay. Not the core gameplay, but just like a feature. And there wasn't an option for, you know, same-sex stuff. Would you be offended or would you just be like, eh, whatever? I would be like, eh, whatever. See? I mean, it's not like it's that, required in a game to have my sexual preference in there. Right. That And that's that's uh, that's the only thing. I mean, all four people in this room are obviously for like same-sex rights and stuff like that. But the thing that the thing that gets the thing that gets me about this is that this seems like largely a non-issue. Like like Charlie said, if it was derogatory in any way, which it's not, sure, th th there would be cause for uproar and stuff like that. But this is just a case of like oh, this doesn't have this in it, you know. Unfortunately, this is a very, very classic case of Western civilization and the internet and a soapbox. Yeah. And, and anonymity. Don't forget yeah. that. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, I have no idea what you do in Japan. You need to do it our way because I have this keyboard and I just type that yeah. and this and four of the sentences about this. Go. <laughs> so. Because I put it on the internet, I must be right. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that. Um, we, we've kind of established that and, and things like that, but it, it, it's uh, but but yeah, like I said, this, this seems like largely a non-issue to me. And the backlash of this is though, and what I'm really worried about, like this game's gonna, it looks funny, it looks quirky, it looks something like I play, right? These people who really need to get a hobby other than what they're doing, <laughs> all Nintendo's gonna do is be like, fine, and never release it here again. Yeah. So we lose that's, out. That's, that's another thing. I'm, that's another thing that I kind of was worried about too, especially since this is such a niche game. With yeah. such a, especially with a name like that. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. A lot of games they've changed names coming to the U.S. because they consider the name too difficult to pronounce. I mean, Charlie thought it was Tamagotchi for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I mean, and, and, I grew up when Tamagotchi was yeah. a thing. So well, I mean, I did like, too, yeah. but you know, I know how to spell. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's how we're playing this. All right. Jackass. <laughs> uh, J A <laughs> Q. <laughs> what do you got? A Ubisoft spelling? <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> so hang on. So it's out of curiosity. So, so um, you know, uh, Mike asked a question, Adrian, about you know if there was a game where like relationships weren't required at all. So like. Uh, Dragon Age Mass Effect. Like, you don't have to, you know, pursue anybody if you don't want to, and you can play the entire game just fine. If you want now, the achievements, you do. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's, now, what about a game that's more like The Sims, where 
kind of getting into a relationship. You can still play it without being in a relationship, but it is one of the main goals. Yeah, in it, the game. It, it's it it very much you miss out on half the game if you don't. Right. Like it, you know the initial Sims games. I don't. I know that Sims Four. Uh, I think Sims Three. Speaking of which, um, real quick, uh, Goat hit the nail on the head last week when we uh, were trying to figure out why Sims Four was eighteen plus yeah, in Russia. I saw that. Um, it's because of uh, same sex re- interactions and stuff like that. So Goat, you did good. Yeah, yeah, we're reading. <laughs> so like uh, the, the Sims games where you. Um, I don't know if you played Sims, but let's say that you did. Um, if you basically got to the point where basically you kind of had to get into a relationship, but you had to choose a male, assuming you're playing as a female character, would that bother you? Not really. No? Okay. I mean, it's it's a video game. So. Fair enough. Oh, Fair my enough. God. This is the mindset I want everyone to have. I don't know. It's a video game. But like whatever. I said, they don't have to direct anything towards my sexual preference. If I want to play the game, sometimes you gotta do things you wouldn't do in real life and, and folks i, I just want to do or not <laughs> <laughs> and folks i just want to i just want to really emphasize for the listeners that don't know our good friend adrian here uh she's super lesbian adrian so far the closet she's mowing her neighbor's lawn across the street yeah <laughs> the lawn <laughs> So yeah. Okay. Oh, that could be taken so many ways. <laughs> here's an interesting question. But only now, one is important. <laughs> now, if a a, a, um, a gaming developer like per se like you know a, a what would be the word like gay? What are we going here? I mean that's. I don't know what you're asking. Like, are, are you looking for a PC term? Like I don't go with gay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's not incorrect. All right. All right so like a full on like yes we're gay we we only you know like. The, the opposite. Gaming company comes out, and they only do gay games. Would you be okay with that, or is that too much? Is like, wh- Where's the line of, like... I mean, if they wanted to come out and they only wanted to do gay games, I would check, a, I would check them out. But if it <laughs> wasn't assume, something assume. I wanted to play in general, then I wouldn't play. Just because they have gay characters doesn't mean that I'm going to love it. That, okay. But I'll give it a shot because, you know, I'd like to back my kind. <laughs> <laughs> That seems like something that would be almost pushing. that almost be pushing a political agenda rather than trying to yeah. put out a game that's fun. Well, that's what I'm saying, but inevitably, there's always those guys. You know, there's always going to be that company who's like, "Oh, we're we're with you." <laughs> are you? <laughs> Sweet, two dogs are are hanging out, and you called it uh, gay dogs. You guys really stayed up all night with that. <laughs> anyway. Do we have anything else to add to the conversation? I thought those I thought that covered pretty much all our bases here. Anyway, so that's what we think, but let's see what you guys think. So our mailbag question was, what do you think of equal rights when it comes to same-sex couples being represented in video games? Do you think they're represented enough? Too much? Not enough? What can we do to improve that? Is it really a big deal? Are we not making enough of a big deal of it? Um, so, uh, Danny Meckler? Messler? Me- Messler? Danny something. Macedonia. Other. Mason, yes, let's go with that. Uh, gave us a list um, of uh, LGBT characters in video games. I just, I, I've seen the name and it's like four letters. How do you get Macedonia out of that? You guys are. Awesome. I like the word. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway. Danny also says that said I think I feel like the one story which does the, uh, does the the which does it right is gone home the girls in the game are celebrated for their discovery process and never put down for being wrong or different respect is key obviously games like South Park and Saints Row poke fun at the community which is their prerogative but we should be get more serious role for LGBT characters 
Yeah, but even like Adrian said, you know, South Park makes fun of it, makes fun of it. But she was expecting that, so it's like because well, yeah. South, yeah, yeah, yeah. South Park. <laughs> if there was you can't a gay get joke, mad it's South yeah. Park. Yeah. I, I think she even the gay mad. jokes aren't particularly yeah. like bad. It's like even at the beginning of the game, he's like, "This is Princess Cartman." That's just kind of what he's going with right now. Just roll with it. Yeah. That's even not that bad. It's like okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying though, the the the, the slave summon. <laughs> that was crap. <laughs> You just wait till you get to near the end of the game. Okay, no. Actually, all of you. Yes. Just because I'm the only one that's beaten it here, which is weird. But anyway. I, th- I think we'd all honestly be mad if there wasn't gay jokes in the South Park okay, game. You just wait. You. Oh my God. You just wait. I, I'm going to demand that all of you, as soon as you get to the part, you'll know the part I'm talking okay. about. Tell me about it and what you think of it, um, because I what I've seen can't be unseen. Um, Go South Park. <laughs> And Sammy says, I think games will explore this however, uh, explore this more, however it will be a majority of same-sex females. Would the Gamerhead talk hosts pick up a same-sex male game? Don't say, yeah, if it looks good gaming. What about same-sex ponies? Um, well, I wouldn't pick up a ponies game at all, so that question isn't good for me. Um, obviously. <laughs> I should say, aren't ponies asexual anyways? You just change the voices. Yeah. And I have to say, I have a little bit of a qualm with with her condition on that question it's like would you pick up a, would you pick up a game with gay male couples right if it didn't never never mind if it looks like a good game or not yeah, but that's it, the point yeah that's, that's my thing like i don't care if the i don't care if the main character is male female gay straight yeah. alien human whatever mm. right? i'll play any game if it looks like a good game you know i pony mean, see, see huh? would you play a pony game if it looked like it was a good game ah uh... Pony RPG. I would. <laughs> Only because you made that face like, come on, come on, you know you'd play Come on, you know you'd play it. See. <laughs> like that like that MLP fighting game? I wanted to play the shit out of that, but then it was taken down. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Hasbro lawyers, anyways. I, I see what she's saying there, and I pick it up just for curiosity. Be like, well, gameplay, yeah, I hope it doesn't suck. But I kind of want to know how they pulled this off and if See, they did it right. I feel like if they put a focus on mm. like a, a, a gay couple in a game or something like that, See. I feel like I feel like that it's already too forced. Like if it was if I was just playing a game and they just happened to prefer you know the same hardware on another person, <laughs> <laughs> then that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> This, that doesn't make a difference to me. I mean, it's look at look at one of my favorite franchises of all time, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy has toyed with the idea in almost every single game since they've had in-depth stories. Oh yeah, lots of cross-dressing in general. Yeah, look at Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. There's a whole like part of the story where Cloud oh, yeah. needs to dress as a chick and pick up dates from dudes. <laughs> That's pretty normal. Yeah, so it's actually <laughs> pretty forward for Japan. Yeah. <laughs> But that's totally normal in almost all of the Final Fantasy games. Exactly. So it's it's like, you know, but they're not the focus point. Like, if the focus point is, hey, this character's gay, it's just like, okay. Seriously, whatever. If that's the focus point. You know, I actually, I I take back my previous comment that, that, like, like, like gender reversal and kind of cross-dressing or whatever you want to call it, like especially in anime and cosplay, that's actually pretty common. So I guess that's actually kind of expected. just transvestites. Kind of. Well, still, the the uh, the implied scenes in some of the Final Fantasy games have been uh, beyond simply just 
a dude wearing a dress. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> so all right. So what you're saying is that the focus is like it's two dudes holding hands, and the name of the game is two dudes one game. <laughs> you wouldn't be interested in playing because I buy the shit out of it going. Oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> Yeah, gay straight. It just doesn't matter at that point. I just want to know what, yeah, what, what like, this is. Like the, the, the curiosity wheels are in hyperdrive going, oh, it I don't care. It turns out to be a block-pushing puzzle game where crazy <laughs> Yes. <laughs> See, who knows? It could be anything at that point. Thank you, Charlie. For Damn realizing. you, Catherine! <laughs> Thank you, Charlie, for realizing what I was referencing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make a difference to me, you know, if the characters were anything. I mean, they could be, I could be playing as a dog and have, you know, and I would probably still play it if it was a legitimately good game. So, so there's that. Other than that, we're recording early, so Songbird didn't get around to emailing us yet, so there's... Oh, so there's going to be that awkwardness next week where we're like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I gave warning on the show, on the on the thing, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you know... Maybe we should just start she, she emailing does... her back and be like, hey, this is what we're doing next week. I'm sure she open. has a life and that she's a busy person. Of course. She just schedules her time around emailing us every Sunday at 5 p.m. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not really. What's next show supposed to be? Oh, uh... I don't we remember. Have a schedule. Yeah, now we have a schedule. <laughs> Charlie balancing between his 18 electronic Ooh. items here. <laughs> 75,000. <laughs> Thousands. <laughs> oh, um. I was really hoping Somber would email in too. Her question would be like way off the chain. How do I get any burnt out? We're going back to that. Okay. Just so I know because I'm oh, about yeah, to out. wrap up the show. Okay. So other than that, that's everything. Um, thank you, Adrian, for being on the show this week. We've uh, enjoyed your presence here. We hope you enjoyed um, actually being on the show for once instead of listening to it while you're in the shower. <laughs> yeah. I am um, happy to be here. And in clothes. <laughs> Does it feel weird to be listening to us with clothes on and not wet? <laughs> um, um, well, no, because I would prefer to be naked and wet with women. So being clothed around three guys is actually pretty great. So. Okay. Are you going to listen to this episode when, it, when we release it in a few days? Yeah, probably in the shower. <laughs> it's the whole... only time I have to really like listen no, to that's anything. Per- no, that's, that's perfectly fine. That's I, a... I think I, I think that's I a... might have worked that into an email yeah. we send to advertisers or something like that. We have we have people that listen to us on the go at work and, and, and so on. Sometimes even in the shower. Lesbians like... listening in the shower. <laughs> Just highlight that next time. Put it in bold. They'll be like blah blah blah. What? Yes, I sign them. <laughs> Can I share something real quick? You may. So, um, I've just out of curiosity, I pulled up Steam and I did a search on Steam for the word "gay" just to see what games <laughs> came up. <laughs> oh my God! What's the first hit? So I got, uh, if I can count, nine results. Uh, hit number one is The Sims Three, which so apparently you could be a gay couple in Sims Three. Uh, second one is Dragon Age Origins. Mm-hmm. Number three is Zombie Bolorama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> 
Well, it's, a four- it's a game all about balls. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, number four is Bully Scholarship Edition. <laughs> Which also not surprising. There, yeah. was a, there was an achievement for... Um, I, did, I, I got maybe a there, tenth of the way through there that was game, a, so. There was an achievement in the 360 version uh, when you kissed a boy. Oh, okay. So that doesn't surprise me. Did you say I kissed a boy and I liked it? Yes, actually. <laughs> uh, number four is Grand Theft Auto Episodes from Liberty City, which is obvious. Oh, yeah, the Bally Gate Tony. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that is Postal 3, which also I have not played. <laughs> but it, okay. again, knowing the Postal series, that would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, Postal was six. Seven is The Political Machine 2012. <laughs> Which sounds like some sort of like politics uh, simulator. simulator. Which okay, I get it. Get Obama right. simulator. <laughs> Go on. X name. X name. Number eight is The Sims Three plus pets. Oh no. <laughs> and number nine is uh, Rocksmith. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? <laughs> okay. A little too literal, but all right, fine. Well so, done, Ubisoft. If you're looking for uh, gay games on Steam, those are your options. What about lesbian games? Be careful with that one. <laughs> you're, typing, you're typing it in, aren't you? Well, yes. 340 results, all from Square. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got a bigger backlog than I thought. <laughs> and tighter uh, pants. Uh, lesbian yields zero results. Oh, good. Uh-oh. You have no games. Oh. <laughs> lesbian is gay, too. You know, I thought, don't they do the separation? Gays are dudes, no. lesbians are chicks. No, no. it's all one thing now? I yeah. can't keep up with it. I don't know. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the press release. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. Okay, see, she's falling <laughs> off the ball. So wait, so Adrian, I'm sorry, are you gay or are you a lesbian? Pick one. Um, or do you want to kick goat? <laughs> you don't have to answer. <laughs> or yeah, or kick goat. That's your third choice. Bold, you a happy lesbian. <laughs> People forget there was a, that word meant That's, something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Option C, kick goat. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, she's not, oh, she is wearing shoes now. <laughs> Anyway. It's really warm in here. Goat, we have a show coming up. Yeah, really weird that you said we, because it's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, June 8th, take 20 in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, 29 Needles is opening for Black Tide, Threat Signal, and Affiance. Uh, tickets are 15 bucks in advance, 20 bucks at the door. Um, I say we because I'm filling in on a guitar for that show. Um, which is going to be really weird. First time I've ever played a full set with a full band, so... Uh, and you <laughs> picked the biggest band in town. Yeah, it's going to be great. Dudes um, everywhere. We're going to be on your shoulders. We're going to be every- it's everywhere. No, that was a tactical decision. If he makes a mistake, there's that much less chance anybody will notice. Yeah. <laughs> that much, just more going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just get there. I won't even play. I'll just be like, yeah. What's up, guys? No one will notice. You're not holding a pick. What? You're not plugged in. What? I can't hear you over my awesome guitar. You're missing an arm. No, I'm not. Why does your keyboard just hit the laptop when your solo starts every time? That guitar is inflatable. <laughs> it's I can't hear you're you. You're not even awake. <laughs> uh, he's doing a blistering solo and playing his Vita. <laughs> 
Rocksmith, plugged right in. I'm going to try to find a way to work that in now, just because you said that. So there was that. Do you have any other shows you want to publicize? Uh, you have one coming out like a while from now, don't you? We got one in August that's uh, a minute out. Well, other than that, no, nothing really relevant okay. yet. Charlie, anything? Uh, hurry Weddings. Oh, that's right. You, yeah. You've got the thing tomorrow. Oh, oh, I do want to say, though, that we do have real awesome shirts. Oh, that's right. That okay. have just been released. They're uh, from the Blood Oath song off the EP. You can pick up on Bandcamp. Uh, while you're picking up the EP, uh, you can also pick up the shirt. So, store.29needles.com. See, this works out great. I just <laughs> talk. These guys fill in the gaps. It's great. Uh, we're on a sale this week, which would be... Uh, for another few days after this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, all this, yeah, it'll be from Tuesday to, uh, I think, Sunday. Uh, you buy a shirt, you get a free song, no questions asked. Uh, on <laughs> so through the 25th? Yes, that's okay. it. I'm horrible at dates, you know that. My phone yells at me, and it's like, oh, Charlie says I need to be somewhere in 20 minutes, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, all this week, get a shirt, get uh, the Holy Misconception track free with your purchase. So it's a, it's a bitchin' shirt too. Yeah, if you want a bitchin' shirt and a pretty bitchin' song to go with it, this is your week. Woo. Cool, Adrian. Do you have anything you want to publicize to, to inform the dozens of masses? Your about? website, perhaps. Oh yeah, I'm a <laughs> concert photographer and do other random photography. So if you want to check that out, it is uh, amh13.com, and that's really about that's it. That's the digits one three, not spelled out right. Correct. Okay. Uh, the thing to note, uh, Adrian is the one responsible for both of the uh, the portal and the Kingdom Hearts photo shoots that I did. Um, all the needles live stuff. And all the needles live stuff. Almost so all. Just, Thank you. Uh, that's just, right. Yeah. He was just one guy with a handy cam who was all like, I'm a photographer because I bought a shirt that says I'm a photographer. <laughs> no, I bought a camera that says I'm a photographer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your camera says that you're a photographer? You didn't notice the bottom? The yes. Water, yeah, the watermark says I'm a yeah. photographer. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my camera just for the hell of it. <laughs> I'm a photographer. Who says? Camera. <laughs> oh, I'm also single. So Ooh. there you go. Doesn't, doesn't work for me. So. <laughs> I mean, you are single too. Well, yeah, everyone but you in this room is. So yeah. But three was at the wrong hardware to take. Adrian out on a date. So no, I, just, I thought you guys, I thought, I thought we were just, well, not we. I thought you guys were just advertising your singleness. Really? Really? If anybody thinks that I'm with somebody, <laughs> they did get in the head. Because this enough. is 24-7. This Fair is <laughs> Anyway, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at VikingGamesLive. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Adrian, do you have a Twitter? I don't use it. I just have Instagram. What's your Instagram then? Reptile Woman. Gotcha. Uh, we're on Google Plus, One Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own fucking website with GamerHeadRadio.com. We're on Google Play with the GamerHead Radio app. It's free, downloaded, etc. Um. <laughs> Are you oh, you always get so happy during that part. I'm just celebrating with you. Impressive. Uh, whatever it is you listen to us on, please five stars, upvote us, plus ones us, etc. Um, no thumbs this week. I said I'd stop making the thumbs up joke, so I stopped making the thumbs up joke joke. It took him five. It, you see, he stopped making the joke, and then it was just five weeks of him pointing out that he's not making the joke. And today was the first day he actually didn't make the joke, and then you freaking ruined it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, well. If you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason, what's it all? What's it all? <laughs> 
What's it all for? For any reason whatsoever, get a hold of us on the official Gamerhead Radio Hotline at 94926Gamer. Also, any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums over at Gamer... Not Gamer... Hang on. Editors at GamerheadRadio.com. Which complaints, is too. You always forget that one. Huh? You always forget complaints. Complaints? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. No one complains about us. I do. You're on staff. <laughs> Do you want to email yourself about, hey, hey No, I want good. to get complaints. I want to know what people's problems are yeah. with the podcast. Oh, well, I do too, but, you know. Yeah, if you uh, if you definitely want to be a critic, uh, please send them in, and we'll just give them to Charlie and be like, uh, I don't know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> Goat's not entirely joking. <laughs> As for next week, we're going to return to the idea of uh, preventing getting burnt out from video gaming and stuff like that. So we already have a couple responses saved from a couple weeks ago, but we'll mention it again. Um, so how do you keep from getting burnt out of playing video games? Any methods, any, you know, strategies, as Charlie mentioned earlier? Um, <laughs> any tips, anything like that? Uh, we'll collect them and we'll have them on the show next week. Um, we'll also have some handy tips to avoid hating video games ever. Um, that may just apply to all things. Yeah, the tips I have in mind are for video games. Oh, okay. Well, this sounds like an intervention towards me. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anybody in this room needs a video game intervention, it's Big and Harry over there. That is which, which and Harry. is yeah. Mike. <laughs> I'm little and Harry. Yeah. Glad everyone knows that's not me. <laughs> Harry is the last word I would use to describe you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Lemmy Wink's Pet Store. Jesus Christ, just go there. This has been Gamerhead Radio. start this off this is adrian gay <laughs> there we go it started <laughs>